When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Siren sounds. Norse fans. The wait is over. SEN, it's time for the Host Plus Cup Show. That's a plus with Mark Braybrook. And a very good afternoon. Welcome to the first edition of the Host Plus Cup Show. Great to have your company on this Wednesday afternoon. And it's all thanks to our good friends at Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Each week on the program we'll look back at the week that was in the Host Plus Cup. We'll also look forward to this weekend's round of football. Of course the competition starts this weekend after a lengthy off-season and we're looking forward to finally getting teams on the park. We'll be joined by coaches and players of the competition right across the state and internationally. Our Hunters team, they're still based in Queensland. We might catch up with their coach Matt Church next week on the program. We'll also uh, look at the highs and lows and see which teams have performed the best throughout the last seven days. Well, this weekend, the competition starts at Pickabeen on Saturday afternoon with the Tweed Seagulls taking on the Tigers. The Cutters host the Hunters up in Mackay. The first match you'll hear here on SEN each week on SEN, we will be broadcasting a game live. And this week, we're at North Ipswich Reserve for the Jets hosting the Pride. The Dolphins and the Falcons do battle. What a game that promises to be. Saturday night at Morton Daly Stadium in Redcliffe. The Winnemanny Seagulls on Sunday afternoon uh, host the Burley Bears a terrific clash that promises to be as well that's the game you'll see on nine also on Sunday afternoon the South Logan Magpies up against the Central Capras that's at Davies Park and to round out round one we're in Townsville for the Blackhawks hosting the defending premiers the North Devils it promises to be a wonderful season of one man who no doubt has had a very busy off season and is looking forward to the competition getting underway as the competition's manager for the Host Plus Cup. And I speak of Dave Maiden, and he joins me now. Dave, good afternoon. Excitement always heading into round one, and I'm sure you, along with the players and coaches, looking forward to finally getting out there. Yeah, good afternoon, Mark. Good afternoon, listeners. And we certainly are. It's been a long off-season. We're ready to go for kick-off this weekend. We've obviously been going with our junior reps for a number of weeks now, but certainly with the the kick-off of our new Host Plus Cup, uh, we've got some exciting uh, additions to our competitions. We've had some COVID interruptions already. We've got some COVID protocols that we need to follow. We've got some testing that we need to adhere to to make sure that we uh, we can incorporate our NRL players. And, and it's something we're looking forward to seeing put into place this weekend. Well, that was going to be uh, the first thing I was going to touch on you. These COVID protocols is, is the world in which we live at the moment, that the NRL is going through it, everyone's going through it. I am at the moment in isolation with my wife coming down with, um, with COVID. But what is the procedure this year for the clubs? How tough will it be? Certainly not as tough as last year, I would imagine. But what do clubs and players have to go through this year? 
Look, it is tough, and there's no stepping away from that. Um, you know, our players, they, they work 40, 50 hours a week um, on roofs and in, in uh, you know, digging holes and, and make wherever they are as a tradie or whatever they make do as a, as a living. And then they train on top of that, and then they play on the weekend. So they're pretty much doing seven days a week. They're working or playing or, or, or playing the game of rugby league and then top it all off. We have to make sure that we do same-day rap testing. So... Uh, what that means is, is so we can incorporate NRL players is that we have to have stringent protocols in place. And, and ideally, uh, players are tested any, any game that involves an NRL or NRLW player. So that includes um, our Hastings Deering Colts as well because a number of them have development players from the NRL systems in there. So they have to be tested within eight or ten hours of kickoff, maximum ten hours of kickoff. So that means before we travel, they have to go and get a rat. Uh, they have to make sure they pass it negative, you know, to you actually get a negative to pass it. So, uh, mm. so then they then they can actually get tra- get on the bus or get on a plane wherever they're going, get out there, play the game, uh, and then get home. So sometimes we we try and we can't do that commercially, so we have to get charters in. So we've got an additional six charters this year to accommodate uh, teams that have to travel on the same day of competition. Previously, they've gone up the night before, but the issue we have with that is that if if they test negative on, say, on a Saturday and they, they go to Cairns or Cairns comes down here, um, then on the game day, they test one of their, one of their members test positive. They've been a close contact. That game is off. Um, and we don't have the budget to replay. So we still have to get the players and staff home. So that game is essentially forfeited. So that's why we have to do same-day travel. Uh, we have to get them in and in, into the game so the games get played as scheduled. If they develop COVID from that, then we can eat, we can actually shuffle the following week's game if it impacts the, the team negatively, uh, but we don't have that option if they're already in, in in location. So it's tough. It's extremely tough. We know that uh, Norths have a have a tough road trip to to Townsville on the Sunday and then get home about eleven fifty that night. So uh, mm. you know it is it is going to be tough on our players and our participants. We understand that and we appreciate the the cooperation of all the clubs to make sure that we get the competition run. Interesting stuff there, Dave. So um, are you doing like the NRL? The NRL named 24 players. They have a larger squad uh, to cover that. Is that the same in the Host Plus Cup? What will clubs uh, be allowed to do with regards to the number of players that have to be tested, for example, on game day? We still travel with our party of 24, but that includes coaches and and support staff that go with that wherever they may need to go. But given the fact they are testing on game day, um, they have to. They'll either test at the club or at the airport. They'll have some players on standby with them at the airport or at the bus terminal, wherever they're getting, they're meeting their their initial travel. And then, if anyone tests positive there, then they're replaced by one of those players and continue in the part of twenty party of twenty four. So, so we've got contingencies in place there, um, but the, the travelling party will remain the same. Wow. Um, what about the Hunters, the poor Hunters who spent all last year at one, Runaway Bay? Is that the same situation for the, them again this year? Yeah, they've, uh, they've made that sacrifice to come out and play in Australia and be domiciled in Australia. And there's they're at the, the uh, Gold Coast Performance Centre down there and, and have stayed down there for the past uh, 18 months now. And, and they will continue to do the same. They'll play out of Runaway Bay. Uh, they're they're in a similar situation, and that they'll all be tested before they go travel everywhere. But you know, it has a very real impact on them because they're they're so closely domiciled. They they live in dorms there. They they live and eat and work together. So they've got some pretty stringent protocols in themselves 
in place so that they don't get affected adversely um, by taking the whole team out. So they, they, they're almost in a bubble within a bubble. Yeah, and look, I, we t- speak about the Warriors and the sacrifices they've made uh, for the NRL over the last couple of years. I think the Hunters have slipped under the radar a bit. It's an enormous thing what these guys have done to be away from PNG uh, for so long, living not in the lap of luxury. No disrespect to Runaway Bay. It's a terrific facility. Um, it's a nice place to be on the Gold Coast. But they have gone through an extraordinary thing, the Hunters, and they were decimated last year with COVID and injuries, and they wanted to get their the players that would come in to have a, a PNG background. I think they deserve the same plaudits that the Warriors have gotten well done to the Hunters. It's been an unbelievable effort from them, Dave. Yeah, it is a massive sacrifice on their behalf. And, you know, they're away from family and friends and the support network that goes with that. Um, but the, 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 their group, their whole group, all 26 of them, 27, of, actually 28 of them, I think, last year, by the time they got home last year, not one of them was not affected or had not directly lost a direct family member through COVID in PNG. So it has had a massive impact on them. Um, they they obviously have to be double back to come back into Australia and play the comp back here. But that, you know that was the driving force for them is that you know they understood the the, the necessity to, to to follow the protocols so that they could afford to play footy and 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 the very real life life differences that made up for them and their families up in PNG. Extraordinary stuff. And, yeah, we'll speak with Matt next week on the show for sure to try and find out how they're all coping. Uh, that's the players and those involved in the game side. What about the fans going to the games, Dave? We know that uh, when you get a Suncorp or any, you know, uh, government-run facility, you need to show your vaccination status to be able to get into grounds in that respect. What is the situation with Host Plus Cup grounds uh, for, for people? For example, our game on Saturday uh, night at North Ipswich Reserve, is there those same rules there or because they're just suburban grounds it's a little bit different well there's a number of things you need to take into consideration there but anyone certainly anyone that's a government run facility so there's the one in Townsville there's uh, there's obviously Suncorp Stadium there's the, the one down at the uh, Gold Coast and there's also the Gabba so any of those that are government run facilities you must be double vaxxed to enter that's the government directive around that any time that we have 5,000 or more participants then there's then you'll have to also be double vaxxed so that'll mean that any of some of our finals potentially, and, and certainly our grand final, um, you know, teams will have to be teams, players, participants. Everybody will have to be double back to to make sure they can attend those. And 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 uh, you know that's we've we've provided that directive to all of our clubs and our players and participants. They're fully aware of that. Um, and we we did an audit of our of our clubs, and we're sitting we're sitting at almost ninety six percent. So we're well above yeah. the community average with regards to that. And and, you know, we understand there's some, some areas around there. There's some areas of contention. We understand that. Um, but you'll be able to compete in our competitions. You just may not be able to play in the grand final if you get all the way, if you're not double back. Oh, that'll be interesting. But uh, a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and then, no doubt. And I suppose this, uh, I'm just, yeah, I suppose just sitting here thinking about uh, what you've been talking about there too, this applies to the referees also. The referees who might be heading up the towns will all be standing there at the airport and seeing whether they can all get on the plane, et cetera, et cetera. So it's right across the board in that respect. Yeah, well, it includes our, our game day staff. It includes our yeah. match officials. It includes the ground managers that are involved in it our doctors, uh, so everybody associated that is going to have direct contact with those NRL players, they will have to, be, they will have to complete a wrap and, and make sure it's a negative result before they can even enter any facilities. And we have a testing protocol and procedures in place for that to happen, including the referees.
Right, that's the uh, paperwork, I suppose, uh, from the off-season because COVID still has uh, its claws around everything in society, um, but it is easing a little bit from last year. Let's look at the competition, Dave, heading into uh, 2022. It was... Um uh, a big win for Norse in last year's grand final. I'm going to speak to Rowan Smith on the program very shortly. Uh, what are your thoughts on going back-to-back? It, it doesn't seem to be an easy task, but are Norse still the team to beat? Look, I, I think so, and certainly they're well coached in Rowan Smith there, you know. So they, they, they were a tough opposition. They were a tough team to beat last year. I expect that to continue. I know they have lost a few players in terms of they've pushed them on to NRL clubs. So that's that's great. That's what we are. We're an aspirational transitional competition and providing a pathways for, for players going upwards and players coming back from the NRL. So that's exactly what we want to happen. I imagine Norse will be right up there again this year. Uh, we've got some... You never can tell with us uh, in terms of our competition because I think we've had, we've, had, uh, we've had 13 different winners in 17 years. So, so the, the capacity to go back-to-back is almost almost impossible because you have a huge turnover of playing staff given the fact that they get recognised through playing in this competition and they get an opportunity in an NRL club and that's exactly what we want to see. So, And that, that includes coaching staff as well. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be tough. It always is. Uh, but that's what we love about this competition and, and we look forward to seeing how the new recruits in every every team uh, gel with their, their teammates and, and who, who puts their hand up straight away. So I'm looking forward to the kickoff this weekend. Should be terrific. Uh, thanks so much for your time uh, this afternoon. You're going to be joining me uh, each week on the program to uh, give us some insights and your thoughts on on the previous round and the, the rounds coming up and some of the big stories in the Host Plus Cup throughout the year. Appreciate your time, mate. Um, I know that we had the launch earlier today at uh, Suncorp Stadium in the plaza, and that officially, I suppose, signals the start of the competition. The first game Saturday afternoon. Really looking forward to it. And the first game, as I mentioned, here on SEN on Saturday afternoon. You'll be able to hear the call as the uh, Ipswich Jets host the Northern Pride. Dave Maiden, thanks for your time, mate, and I'll chat again next week. No worries. Thanks, Mark, and bring on the footy. Good on you, mate. Dave Maiden there from the QRL. This is the Host Plus Cup Show. Mark Braybrook on this Wednesday afternoon. It's all thanks to Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. A break, and we'll come back and chat with the defending Premier's coach, Rowan Smith. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Yeah, our first program this afternoon. We'll be here every Wednesday afternoon looking at the Host Plus Cup. And a, a game a week, our first game is on Saturday afternoon. Five o'clock kickoff from North Ipswich Reserve with the Jets taking on the Northern Pride. But the defending champions... The Premiers from last year, the North Devils, are in action on Sunday. And as we just heard then from Dave Maiden talking about the protocols that are in place for the Host Plus Cup, uh, they've got a day and a half, the Devils, to get to Townsville to take on the Blackhawks. If that isn't hard enough, they're also the guinea pigs, I suppose, to see how a day of travel to the north of the state affects teams. They are the Premiers. They will be the hunted this year. And their coach is Rowan Smith, who joins me now. Rowan, good afternoon. Thanks for your time, mate. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it, defending Premiers? Uh, yeah, that's been and gone, though. We're, uh, we're looking to attack that first uh, Host Plus Cup. Yeah, it's going to be a terrific game against Townsville. These protocols, what is the day looking like for you and your team to head to Townsville on Sunday? Uh, we jump on a 10.30 flight um, and then we, we play at 3.30 kickoff, so probably the, 
the hardest part of the trip will be not not the morning part, but the the getting home at midnight or you know one two o'clock. By the time guys get uh, into their bed, I guess, uh, and then having to go to work the next day, that's probably going to be the hardest part as far as the game goes. We'll be, um, you know, the boys are quite used to flying in on the day of the game to to um, to play, so it's not a big deal. I suppose you're also, uh, when you wake up on game day, hoping you don't see any messages or phone calls from players who potentially uh, may be feeling a little bit crook. It's the way of the world, though, isn't it? Um, you won't really know until game day whether or not the 17 you want to play are able to take the take the park. Yeah, yeah, that's, as you said, that's the, the way things are at the moment. So we'll go through the, the protocols there on Sunday morning and, and whoever's on the plane will be ready to, to give their best. How has the the preseason been for you, Ron? It's been a good preseason. Uh, we're a little interrupted early early January, mid January, with um, quite a few guys having uh, COVID. But aside from that, it's it's been a, a positive preseason. We've had a decent turnover of of players, uh, so it's very much a, a new group, but with a you know a strong core of guys that have been at the Devils for three, four, five seasons now um, in, in this sort of regime. So, yeah, it feels new, but it's also there's a, there's a lot of familiarity there as well. Yeah, a key familiarity, I suppose, with uh, your captain still there, Jack O'Hearn, Connor Broadhurst is still there to name but a couple. Um, but a big signing in Kieran Mosley as well. Uh, how has he settled in? Yeah, Kieran's, Kieran's done well. He's obviously a, a veteran of... Uh, lots of cup uh, experience as well as NRL experience, and he was a you know a dominant player in the old uh, Toyota Holden Cup, which you you would remember as well, uh, commentating mm-hmm. on. So um, he, he's fit in well. He's familiar with some of the players, uh, but he's uh, he's taking his time to to find his way into the team. There's a lot of dominant sort of players in our group, so he's he's just looking to compliment them. But I've, I've known Kieran for a long time, and I know what he can bring to our our group. He's uh, he's a very clever dummy half um so yeah we're looking forward to you know a different dynamic at dummy half this season for us now mate you were very quick at the start of the interview to stop me mentioning the defending premiers tag is that something you focused on the off season that was last year we're going to start again oh very much we've got to start again and our, our players are very much like that um you know within a well even on the the evening of the grand final they were talking about coming back and, and trying to get, get better, you know. So that's been our focus. We're proud of what we did last year as a, as a club and, and probably the four-year process uh, to get to that point. We're very proud of that and something that we can lean back on any time we, we want to in our um, sort of quieter moments. But as far as the, the footy goes and our preparation goes, you know, we, we've started, started fresh, but we're not... Starting from scratch, I guess, is, is how I would see it. We've got, a, as I said, a core of the guys there that know how we want to play. Uh, so the new guys coming in are, are fitting with that and complementing that. Uh, but, we, yeah, we're very much um, looking forward to the opportunity of, of going to battle every week and, and trying to win, trying to win. From a coaching perspective, Rowan, having won a premiership last year, does it help you get the message across to players? Um, the fact that I told you this would happen if we did this, and it did. Um, and so those new players that come in see that uh, you have that success in the club and makes it a little bit easier for them to settle in? Yeah, I don't think you need to necessarily win a competition to, to get that buy-in or that belief. 
um, there's a lot of ways of being successful without actually being the the ones holding the trophy up at the end of the day. Um, the way we go about our footy, players players find in, enjoyable. Um, it's very much a team orientated uh, game and a, very much a squad based um, approach to it as well. So if there's there's guys that are on the fringe and they're pretty close. Like I, I try and find a way to get them into the group. So we we have that competitiveness within our um, within our own ranks, and we've got that depth when we when we need it. So it is good to to you know get that buy-in or that belief. Um, but uh, there's been a lot of belief in our club for for a few years. Um, but yeah, as I said, that that what we did last year and. It just doesn't count for anything now. Um, it's, there's, and there's probably no harder test than going to, to Townsville, who are a, you know, a very strong group and strong club in their own right and playing up there in summertime and travelling in the day of the game and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, very much a grounding, uh, a grounding process there if, if we needed one. Well, that was going to be part of my next question. The fact I was going to ask you, is there a tougher road trip than heading to Townsville um, with no PNG, well, PNG still based in Australia? That and, um, and the Northern Pride about the two toughest road trips you've got, but also two very tough sides. And Townsville, looking at their lineup for the weekend, it's going to be uh, difficult, always is. What are your thoughts on the Blackhawks this weekend? Well, they're a strong group. We've, we've had good battles with them um, over the years. Um, we've, we'll take... A little bit of um, confidence out of the preparation that we put in last year. We, we played them in quite warm conditions in July or August, whatever that was. It, was. it was sort of 29, 30 degrees that day as well. We did a few things different with our preparation that um, we felt held us in good stead to, to compete there. So we, we've been working on some of that stuff. Um, but we, we also know that the Blackhawks are going to be uh, fresh and they've done some good recruiting and um, they'll be they'll be looking to start their season strong in front of their home crowd and um, yeah we're just looking forward to looking forward to the opportunity to go up there and compete with them have you looked at many other clubs their gains and losses are you focused on anyone else other than yourselves over the off season uh, on a weekly basis I'm very focused on the other team and recognizing what their their strengths are and where where some weaknesses might be that we can we can aim to exploit um, but it's all very much in the in the purpose of uh, how does it fit with our footy? We don't overcomplicate it with the other team, but how does our footy fit against their type of attack and defence? Um, I haven't spent any time looking at the gains and losses, other than uh, who the Blackhawks have got in their squad uh, this week. Mm. And you know, when next week comes around, I'll have a good look at that club, whoever whoever they are. Just on the season, it's you know always a long season. Everyone's very energetic at the start of, of round one and the grand final, the end of season so far away. So much can happen between now and then. What do you see as the key for Norths um, to be able to defend that title? What do you have to, as a club, as a playing group, what's the message you're trying to get across to your players that is the most important thing for the club moving forward this year? Well, it's hard to put it down to one thing, but something we've spoken about recently is, is very much been in the, the present moment of you know, this session leading to, to this week's game. That's really our mentality of having one mission at a time, not looking forward uh, any further than, than what's, uh, what's right in front of us. So that you know, today's session will be important and Friday's session will be important leading into 
um, the Blackhawks and we'll start looking at the week ahead and the week ahead after, you know, as the as it unfolds, like being really, really present. And, you know, the thing for us, we have a, um, a staff and a playing group that are very committed towards improvement. So while ever we um, fulfil that, uh, that focus and, and really aim to get better every every session, like actually acting on it, not just talking about it. Um, mm. You know, I think that'll keep us in good stead to to be a competitive group. Um, there's a lot of things that have got to line up to, to get yourself into a position to, to win a competition. Um, you never know whether those things are lining up in round one or not. It's um, that's That's a journey, as you know. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. Uh, the season is not far away. Good luck on the weekend against the Blackhawks and good luck for the remainder of the season. Oh, thank you. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to come on chat and look forward to listening to the show each week. Good on you, mate. There he is, Rowan Smith, the coach of the North Devils. Terrific bloke and a terrific coach as well. And they take on the Blackhawks this weekend. We're going to take a break here on the Host Plus Cup show. Other side of the break, we're going to catch up with one of the new coaches in the Host Plus Cup, and that is Ben Cross from the Ipswich Jets. It's all thanks to Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. And Mark Braybrook with you on our first edition of the Host Plus Cup Show. Of course, our first game this weekend comes from North Ipswich Reserve. And it's the Ipswich Jets taking on the Northern Pride in what should be a terrific battle. It's an important game for both clubs. First game of the season always is. But the Jets have a new coach. And they have three or four of their first five games are at home to start 2022. Ben Cross is the coach and he joins me on the line. Ben, thanks very much for your time, mate. And uh, welcome to Ipswich. Ah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on the show. How's the off-season been? Um, disruptive, uh, weather-wise. Um, not been able to get as many field sessions in as, as we'd like leading into uh, round one. But uh, besides that, mate, that, um, that's incidental compared to what other people are going through with these floods. But um, from, a, from a club point of view, not having a lot of field sessions, unfortunately, with the the floods and the rains that's been fairly disruptive but we've done our best and and talking to our high performance manager they're tracking well they're, they're well conditioned they're fit and they're fast so um, they're just chomping the bit to actually play some proper games yeah Ipswich was uh, hit again by the floods I've got a couple of daughters that live in Ipswich and some friends out there and not far from where I live so I know uh, the Bremer got up again how was North Ippy Reserve um, after the the flooding did it get any flooding yeah, it was a lot of water cover, um, soft soil, but no real flooding. Um, it drains really well, but unfortunately just down the road at Carolee was flooded fairly badly and North Ipswich Tigers were, were fully underwater. But we, we fared pretty well compared to a lot of the other local um, Ipswich clubs around the area, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, we, we, yeah, we fared really well compared to, in comparison to a lot of the other clubs. Well, mate, it seems one of the regular questions we ask all sporting clubs and all codes uh, when starting a season now is how has COVID affected you in the off-season as a disrupted training? How are you looking heading into round one? And um, are you still got players that might be struggling? Oh, we got through the worst of it, I believe. Well, we had a big spike just, um, just after the Christmas break. We had about 18 guys off um, with COVID. It uh, worked in well because I was off with COVID for a week straight after the Christmas break. So... 
generally speaking, since then we've been pretty well. Um, we haven't had any guys um, lose through COVID through training sessions or or any game. So actually, touch wood, we've been all right. Um, but as a, a drop of a dime, that could change tomorrow. But our biggest disruptor was just a, a week after our Christmas break, and um, but we've been back to normal since then, other than uh, the weather. Now, looking at the uh, Ipswich side, uh, plenty of new faces, mate. How have they settled in? Uh, really well, really well. So a uh, big part of my recruitment tool was the character of the person as well, that I wasn't just basing on their talent and their ability, that there was something that could really fit in well to the culture and the standards of the club that I was trying to set. So um, to a T, every man that I brought in, they've been really good people first and foremost. And, and it goes really, thankfully, they can play a little bit of rugby league as well, which always helps. Um, so, but yeah, I've been really, really glad with the, the guys that have brought in, um, how they've interacted with everyone else around the club, and, and they've been welcomed uh, by everyone as well. What's the biggest area you've been working on heading into the season, defence or attack? Uh, I'm a bit more a defence-orientated type of coach. Look, uh, I'm a systems and a process type of guy, and uh, that allows you to free up your thinking if you follow processes and systems, well, then that frees your thought. So just sort of narrowing down uh, on understanding your role within a defensive structure, and a lot of these guys need to feel comfortable with each other. Just time spent on the field side by side, you get to understand each other's mannerisms and, and behaviours and, and traits and habits as well. So that's something that we've had to work really closely on as well. And uh, attack as well. I've, I've brought in a, a different style of footy, um, probably a bit more NRL-conducive type of footy compared to what people have known the Ipswich Jets footy. So um, that hasn't been too much of an adjustment due to the fact that a uh, few of the players that have left the club were in those key positions uh, around your your full-back and your halves position and your nines position as well. So um, the guys that have brought in, they hadn't played or understood that sort of old-school jet sort of footy, so that transition's been a little bit easier. Yeah, Kieran Mosley off to Norse, but you've moved Reese Jacks into hooker. Um, he's an experienced player, and it is a key position now in the modern game, isn't it? It is, and that came off um, his request. He wanted to sort of go move into the hooking role, and I thought that was a really good position for him. Uh, being a, a more mature player, um, level-headed, he's going to touch the ball more so than anyone else in the, in, in the team. So having him be first point of contact on the ball is a really good uh, start for us. Um, and bringing over Lachlan Cooper from, from South Logan um, seems to be fitting in really, really well where he's the uh, sort of guiding light for the team and, and feel that the halves can just play their natural game off the back of his leadership. I mentioned uh, at the start of the chat too, Ben, four of the first five uh, you've got at home. Um, do you see that as a critical part of the season, the fact that uh, you've got so many home games early to, to get yourselves off to a good start? Yeah, it's always going to help. Having the th- uh, first chunk of four games, we've got three games in a row at home and, and leading with this weekend, we've got all five grades playing and it's our old boys' day. So not a better way to start the season. Um, Again, against all very tough opponents, as everyone everyone are. Um, but again, starting three games at home, you get to sort of see what the team's really made of. Um, there's no excuses with travel arrangements, um, flights, buses, accommodation, all that type of stuff. They get to sleep in their own beds, play at home, across the road where we train. So, 
if if they're fair dinkum about giving this season a real crack, um, this first month of footy will will, um, will showcase um, probably how the you know, entire season will probably go. How do you prepare for the first round against uh, you know a side like the Northern Pride? Uh, every uh, host plus cup side undergoes changes. How do you prepare against any team in round one, or are you just worried about yourself? Uh, I've done a little bit of review on uh, Northern Pride, uh, a couple of their trials, and just picking up a few of their their traits and um, individual threats. But more so, I need to just focus internally, and and that's probably something that. I think most Host Plus Cups coaches will do for the first month of footy where you really need to just focus internally and get your own backyard right. Then you can start to uh, game plan against opposition teams after you've seen two or three of their games to see what traits and trends they sort of produce as there's going to be new players coming to all the teams. But I've got a really narrow focus on just us for this first month of the competition. Um, Being a new coach, a lot of new players... We just really need to build our on-field and off-field relationships and you do as much training as you like and, until you're put under the blowtorch of a, a game that's worth two points to your season. Um, then you can sort of uh, earmark where you are as a, a club and a coach and a team as well. You've also got a, a big role there at the Jets. You're head of football. What does that involve at the club? Not only head coach of the Host Plus Cup side, but you are the head of football for the Jets. What's that involve? Overseeing the whole rugby league program, so from our 16s, um, Cyril Connor, our Mal Meninga under-18s, to our um, Utilita um, under-19s girls team, through to our, our Colts as well, just making sure that everything's running nice and smoothly first and foremost, um, that we have a uniformed approach to how we play our footy, um, a uniformed playbook and language is the same, but uh, philosophies across and the principles across the, the, the whole club are very similar, but then giving some autonomy to our coaches uh, that they can also um, do their part with their teams as well. That it's not all dictated to, by me, but it's got to have a bit of parameters about what we want our Jets players to come through to look like. So, for instance, in four or five years' time, when one of our under-16s have come through the ranks and he's playing for the Host Plus Cup team, he can fit in like just a jigsaw piece puzzle. So, And just making sure that I'm, I'm coach education as well, making sure keep me up to date with the latest trends in rugby league and, and really just facilitating a learning environment for all of our coaching staff and then also engaging with our local community, uh, local clubs, giving back to them, coach education programs, inviting clubs to come in and watch uh, our training sessions being heavily involved in our major school catchments with um, Ipswich State High and a couple of other schools as well, Ipi Grammar, Claver College, being seen and present there as well because that's where the majority of our players are going to come from and a lot of our coaches are involved with those schools as well. So a holistic approach to making this a community club team that everyone in Ipswich wants to aspire and that's the relationships that I have to build with all those organisations and, uh, and benefactors to the Jets as well. Yeah, and it's a wonderful, wonderful part of uh, the rugby league family, I suppose, nationwide. Ipswich has produced so many great footballers and the potential there really is enormous. Ben, thanks very much for giving us so much of your time on our first show uh, this afternoon. We wish you the best of luck for the season. And, uh, well, the first game against the Northern Pride will be heard live here on SEN. We're looking forward to that on Saturday afternoon. Good luck.
Thank you very much. Pleasure. Good on you, mate. Ben Cross there, who is the head coach of the Ipswich Jets, who are part of our first game coverage here on SEN on Saturday afternoon. The Jets up against the Northern Pride. A break and back with more on the Host Plus Cup show on this Wednesday afternoon. And it's all thanks to our good friends at Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Mark Braybrook on this Wednesday afternoon, the first edition of the Host Plus Cup show. Thanks for your company. Look forward to it right throughout the season. Don't forget our first game this Saturday afternoon here on SEN is between the Ipswich Jets and the Northern Pride coming to you from North Ipswich Reserve. We've had coach speak. Now it's time to speak to one of the players that will be taking the field on the weekend in round one of the competition. No doubt he is looking forward to getting out on the ground at Cougarai on Sunday afternoon against the Burley Bears as Wynnum do battle with the Bears. I speak at their skipper, Sam Scarlett, and he's on the line now. Sam, thanks for your time, mate. Uh, you must be very excited. You've had the launch earlier today at Suncorp Stadium to finally get on the field, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a good, um, good launch. Uh, it's all happening now. The um, hard work's over, all the pre-season, so everyone's just um, ready to go. Can't wait for Sunday. Well, I've asked the coaches. Uh, it's a common question for round one. How has the off-season been, and how hard has COVID affected the Seagulls? Yeah, it has been. It's been a tough pre-season. Uh, no pre-seasons are easy, as most of the boys from any club would say. Um, yeah, COVID's obviously been a bit of a struggle been a bit of a you know disjointed pre-season in that regard but everyone's on the same page you know everyone's had um, some sort of effect whether it's you know even outside of footy it's affected a lot of other people so we're just a small portion of it so um, yeah we just got to deal with it it's part of the everyday life now so we just got to yeah cop it on the town. A lot of changes to a lot of clubs over the off-season always the case in the in the Host Plus uh, Cup um, how has the Wynnum side changed from last year and how have some of the new players settled in? It seems to be you've still got some players there from last year. Yeah, it's a pretty young squad, mate. Um, a lot of the younger boys from the from the 20s, uh, they had a successful year last year in the Colts, so they've um, come up to the Cup squad. Yeah, we've got a couple of new additions, a few boys from down south. Um, we obviously lost Jaden Barrell and Jack Campanolo, so they had some pretty big losses to our side, but... Yeah, we're looking pretty good, pretty strong squad, so um, plenty of competition for the spots, which um, makes it, yeah, you know, healthy competition, so it'll be good. Yeah, the protocols, we've been speaking about them quite uh, a lot during this first program. Uh, Dave Maiden telling us you all have to get your rat test each day and, and travel on the day. Are the players used to, to jumping through these hoops to get on the park? Has this just uh, become a way of life for, for players now to, to go through these procedures? Yeah, it has, you know, like, even with work as well, I've got to take a rat test every now and then for work. Some of our big jobs, it's required. So, you know, there's no use kicking up a stink about it. It's just what's got to be done to make everyone, you know, that little that little bit safe, especially with boys coming back from NRL, um, you know, making sure that they're not getting affected from us as well. So, yeah, it's just one of the procedures that we've got to do. So, yeah. A tough game for you, round one, looking through this Burley side. Plenty of familiar faces. Uh, always difficult playing the Burley Bears. Uh, what are you expecting come Sunday? Yeah, Burley's been 
uh, strong team over the last five years since I've been pretty heavily involved in Queensland Cup. They've sort of been the pinnacle. Um, yeah, they come strong. You know, they start hard. They've got a good pack. They're obviously losing um, Lucky Page, but um, I'm sure they'll, you know, they'll just be as strong and, yeah, they'll be yeah strong for this game. So we'll, we'll know we're alive round one. Yeah, I still, I've still got a question mark about Luke Page. He's the sort of bloke that wouldn't surprise you if all of a sudden he decided, no, I've had enough of this retirement, I want to play. But yeah, he is a big loss uh, for uh, Burley. But they've got a lot of experience um, around that uh, spine, so to speak. Guy Hamilton there at halfback, Josh Rogers 5'8", and Pat Politoni at hooker. That seems to be um, a very creative area for Burley, which is the way of the modern game, isn't it? Yeah, for sure, especially with this, um, you know, six-to-go rule. It's a lot quicker game, and Pat Poltoni is, is a smart hooker. He's been around for many years. So, um, yeah, it's obviously an experience fine, so we'll have to yeah, make sure we're onto that. Sam, you mentioned the younger players coming up from the under-20s. Uh, for those that uh, aren't, you know, don't follow Wyndham closely, but watch the, the Host Plus Cup, give us some of the names we should keep an eye out, uh, some of the new names for Wyndham this year. Um, oh, well, H.E. Graham, he was the hooker for um, the 20s last year. He had a good year, played a couple of games for us in Cup, and he's actually recently signed with the Dolphins uh, come 2023. So he's a, you know, he's a great young prospect. I think he's got a massive future. Um, Maxi Plath, Jacob Sturt, there's a, there's a lot of them coming through. You know, they can still, a lot of them can still play that 20s as well, so... Um, you know, it's credit to them stepping up the cup at, at such a young age. So if they, if they don't make the cup squad, they just slot back into that 20s. And, you know, they've had the cup pre-season. So I'm sure they'll just, you know, go another step this year. Well, mate, thanks very much for your time and a busy day. I know you've had the launch earlier today and uh, we're looking forward to another cracking season in the Host Plus Cup. The winner, Manly Seagulls, take on Burley Sunday afternoon at Cougarai. Should be a terrific day. Hopefully the weather's fine and it's a good game of footy. Good luck for Sunday and good luck for the year, Sam, and no doubt we'll speak throughout the year on the Host Plus Cup show. Too easy, mate. Thanks for having me. Good on you, mate. Sam Scarlett there, the skipper of Wynnum, and they take on the Bears on Sunday afternoon. Well, that's about all we have time for in the first edition of the program. As I mentioned, don't forget our first game, Sunday after, Saturday afternoon, I should say, 5 o'clock, sees Ipswich take on the Northern Pride at North Ippy Reserve. But the other games this weekend, we start at 3.30, Saturday afternoon at Pigabine. The Seagulls take on the Tigers. At 4.30 in Mackay, the Cutters host the Hunters. Then our game here on SEN, the Jets up against the Northern Pride. That's at 5 o'clock at North Ippy. 6 o'clock at Redcliffe, the Dolphins at Morton Daly Stadium host the Sunshine Coast Falcons. That promises to be a cracker. Winner Manly take on the Burley Bears on Sunday afternoon, as we just mentioned. 2.10 at Cougarai. 3 o'clock at Davies Park, the South Logan Magpies host the Central Queensland Capras. And the final game, Sunday afternoon, 3.30 in Townsville, the Blackhawks take on the Devils. Thanks very much for your time, for your company this afternoon on the Host Plus Cup show. We've run out of time. We'll be back next Wednesday afternoon to do it all again. Hope you enjoy this weekend's rugby league action right here on SEN. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.